Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and this is another episode of our UTMB pre-race interview series. We are chatting with Caitlin Gerben, a professional trail runner for North Face based in Issaquah, Washington, ahead of her race at UTMB later this month. Before we get started though, this episode is brought to you by Gnarly Nutrition. Gnarly Nutrition is a sports nutrition company based here in my hometown, Salt Lake City, Utah. I use their tropical orange flavored Fuel 2.0 drink mix on workout days and long runs, and I use their chocolate flavored plant protein powder mixed into my oatmeal at breakfast on most days. If you're interested in trying Gnarly or you are already a customer and want a good deal for being a single track listener, use code SINGLETRACK20 to get 20% off your next order at checkout on their website. All right, Caitlin Gerben, welcome to the Single Track Podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. So you are the first interview in our UTMB pre-race interview series, and I'm glad you're the first because I've been looking forward to this conversation ever since uh, we had the chance to connect. If I understand correctly, you were planning to run this race last year in 2021, and if I remember correctly, you received the tough news that an injury was going to take you out. And so I'm curious from like a psychological standpoint, what it feels like to have this big goal in sight, like the centerpiece race in our sport and to have to push that out and and still care about it like a year later. Like how have you approached that process from like a mental standpoint? I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately that's just the reality of life that things come up and you have big goals and then they get sidelined. Um, And so, you know, that was definitely disappointing when I knew I had to clear my whole schedule last year. I mean, I spent most of the you know, best parts of the year, summer and summer and early fall injured. Um, and so that was a bummer. But one thing that came out of that, what that was really awesome is I got to go to UTMB last year anyway, and I crewed and supported my friend Hillary Allen. Um, and I also got a chance to preview a little bit of the course, quite a bit different than what I had in mind, um, because I was really only hiking at that point. But I spent a couple of days out on the route, um, you know, hiking hut to hut, and mm. really just kind of building a relationship with with the trail and the mountain and the views and got to meet people in the huts and talk to different hikers that are doing the full TMB. And so, you know, definitely a, a bummer not to get to race last year. But I think at the same time, um, I'm just really grateful for that chance to like go and spend a little bit of time there and not have to race because, you know, UTMB is just such a big event with so many people and so much excitement. And so it was really fun to just lean into that last summer and not have to have the stress of racing. And then now this year, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into and already have, um, you know, some fun memories to draw on from last year. That's super cool. Well, I just looking at your ultra signup, you, you returned to trans Grand Canaria this year. You've done some stuff at broken arrow and in local Seattle area races. Do you feel at this point physically like you're as close to hundred percent as you might've been pre-injury? Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a long road to kind of build back, but I'm feeling ready to go and excited to go and and race and just see what I can do um, at that distance. Cool. Well, one other topic I want to touch on before we get into like the nuts and bolts of UTMB is the fact that um, you're just as avid a competitor on the FKT scene, I think, as you are in the contrived formal event world. And I, I just finished watching this documentary that you uh, published around that, that FKT that you did down in Patagonia. And then 
you did this one, I think the North Cascades High Route. So again, this is sort of like a psychology question, but a part of me wonders, given how much high consequence there is in those like unsupported type adventures and there's so much accountability on your shoulders, do these events like UTMB, even though they're difficult, do they feel less challenging to an extent or um, is it just like a, like a, another way to test yourself? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I would hate to say that things feel less challenging because I think I'm going to get on the starting line for UTMB and like look around at who I'm racing against and it's just going to be full on and next level. And I'm really excited about that. Um, so I think, you know, even though like a lot of times FKTs can be competitive, they're pretty different in that it's just you and the terrain. And I think I like to think of a lot of my racing like that as well, yet you have this added level of just like so much competition. And Mm. so you're racing the course just as much as you're racing your competitors. And I think being in that kind of environment, um, you just have to approach it a little differently. And there's definitely like a trade-off of risk versus reward. And like, am I risking my life and my safety in a you know, supported event setting as much as I am. And if I'm doing something, you know, high off on some glaciers in the middle of nowhere, it's pretty different. And I think it's fun to be able to kind of push my limits in a little bit of a different way in a race setting. And I think they're, you know, two completely different things, although there is a lot of overlap in various ways that I think can kind of, you know, you can pull different things out to help, help you in the different settings. So I saw on Instagram that you mentioned you had two priorities this summer. One was the North Cascades route. One was UTMB. And I'm curious because those are two truly epic uh, things to chase. How, how do you structure training around that? And how do you, I, I guess, find the balance and, uh, and I guess be ready for the second objective? Like you, you just recently completed the North Cascades route. So yeah, and it looked huge on Strava. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. And actually the funny thing about that is it's really hard to convey, I think, what that route is to people who haven't been on the terrain. Um, I mean, that that was just like the most epic week of my life. And we weren't ever, you know, like, well, not ever, but it was pretty rare that I was like pushing to the point of exhaustion, but it was just continual movement. Um, So it was about 120 miles with over 100 miles of that being off trail off trail in the North Cascades being like glaciers and scrambling and alpine climbing and bushwhacking. I mean, it's just like a complete, it feels like a completely different sport. It's kind of hard to call it trail running, even though (laughs) there is definitely like an endurance um, component to it. So yeah, I, you know, initially to be honest, my goal with that was to do it earlier in the summer. Um, I think most years end of June would have been a great time, but we had a monster snowpack in the Northwest this year. And so that really just kind of changed things. Like summer didn't really start here until almost a month later than usual. Um, and so, you know, the two goals that I had kind of started creeping closer together. And we actually did the um, North Cascades high route really in like my last window that I had said I would be comfortable going before UTMB. So, um, you know, I think now that that's over and I've been, you know, kind of shifting and like balancing, okay, now I need to like make the time to celebrate that huge accomplishment, really like soak that in because I think it's really important to do that when you push yourself like that. Um, But also then like, you know, recover and get ready to get in a mindset for UTMB. And so um, it, it takes a little bit of 
intention, I think, to do both. Um, one thing I, I have been doing and you know, it's just that I've been training for UTMB all summer. And even though this high route, you know, is a fairly different style of movement, I think there's a lot of things from that week that I'm going to take forward with me into UTMB um, and vice versa. You know, there were moments when I was out um, on the high route and thinking about UTMB and, you know, different moments of fatigue or tiredness or, or something that, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping will kind of help with my mental game a little bit during the race. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, oh, you asked about structured training. Um, I don't, yeah, I keep things pretty fluid. Um, I don't have a coach. I never have had a coach. And so I think I do best when I just listen to my body and I do things that are fun to me and, um, you know, so I kind of, I definitely am pretty organized in like making training plans, but I am always kind of adapting them. And so this summer I think has been a really fun way to do that and just prepare for each of these goals in a way that is really specific and unique to me. Um, mm. and I think that's been really fun and rewarding and it makes me just excited, you know, to go out and, and put it all together and see how it goes on race day. Well, I, I, I essentially watched all of your films over the last couple of days to prep for this. And <laughs> I was re well, but I was, they're all good because I mean, like Ginger Runner, for example, just excellent. Yeah, he nails and it. And you, you said something in that Wonderland film, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, you know, part of my reason for being in the sport is to push what's possible on the women's side as far forward as possible, which I is super cool. And the reason I ask, or the reason I bring that up is because I'm curious, like what your expectations are at UTMB, like, um, are you somebody that, you know, from the gun wants to be right up there, uh, leading the race and fighting for a podium spot, or do you characterize yourself more as like a strategic runner that, that likes to let the race come to you? So how, how are you thinking about that part of the, the race? Yeah. You know, to be honest, like with COVID and then with a break for injury, it's been, it's been a while since I've really been in my element in a race setting. And so that's something I'm just going to kind of have to figure out as it, as it comes. Like I definitely like to run my own race and really think about the course and, and how that goes. But at the same time at a race that's as competitive as UTMB, the race can get away from you when you do that. So I think it's a little bit of a balance of, of both. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're going to just have to get there and, and, and go for it and, and, you know, kind of see, see how things go. But I do try to remember that everyone has their own strengths. And so I think just try not to get too caught up in, in every little moment and knowing that something that feels really easy to me might be hard to someone else and vice versa. And, um, you know, just kind of allow the race to play out and then set myself up for hopefully a, you know, a strong race that, um, feels really good for me and, and is probably as unique to me and my racing style as, as what I do for my training. It's cool that you've had the opportunity to do a fair bit of course recon. And I'm curious for, for spectators and race commentators, where can we expect to see your strengths on display on the course? Like, do you consider yourself to be a strong climber or a descender or yeah, how do you characterize yourself as a runner actually? Yeah. Um, I think historically I've always kind of thought of myself as a really strong second half runner. And mm. I think on a course like UTMB that, um, could be really important, but also I think can be really difficult to get into Cormier and feel 
ready to to still race, but that's definitely going to be one of the things I'm, you know, thinking of is just making sure that I can not be totally fried by the time I have still halfway around the mountain to go. Mm. Well, cool. Caitlin, I'm super stoked to follow your race. Uh, the last question I have for you, I understand that you are a North Face athlete. Uh, there are gearheads in the audience. What are you going to be wearing on race day in terms of shoes and pack and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm actually uh, going to be wearing an early version of the updated flight shoes. Um, and so yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. And I think you'll see a few different North Face athletes with um, some kind of early teasers about things like that. So, yeah. Cool. Well, hey, thanks again for this. We'll make sure to link to all your social media in the show notes and good luck on race day. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>